the end of the show where I was just like yeah. exasperated, like, and, and I, I lose it a little. Aw, put in. It is it's good. true. It is good. Yeah. Damn true. Damn true. Let's start the show. Oh, Phoenix! <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish... Greg DeMarco Show. Best in all his future endeavors. (laughs) It is a beautiful Wednesday, Wednesday, July the 7th, 2021. We are here with the return edition of the Babyface Heel podcast. Two weeks, well, last week was a solo effort that I literally recorded in three different settings and released on Thursday. And and the week before, there was nothing. And then the week before that was the roundtable editions that we did. So this is the first proper in 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 terms of calendar days four weeks that we've done a proper edition of the babyface heel podcast as, as miranda counts with her pinky and nothing else which is very impressive somehow and, and so the gang's all here patrick o'dowd's here miranda morales is here and i'm here my name is greg demarco follow me on all your forms of social media at chair shot greg of course chair shot means this show is part of the chair shot radio network which is part of the chairshot.com TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Use your head and follow along at ChairShot Media on all your forms of social media. I am at ChairShot Greg. I think I said that already, but if not, there you go. I said it again. And this show uh, is, of course, comes to you. We are the Babyface Heel Podcast because there's two sides to every storyline. The aforementioned Patrick Dowd is the Babyface. I am the heel, and the aforementioned Miranda Morales is stuck in the middle, forced to be the referee, the peacekeeper, the tweener, and free to choose sides as she wishes. This show, as I said, is part of the Chair Shot Radio Network, but it also streams on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, like iTunes, which we say iTunes, but it's really Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. So like, subscribe, and leave us that five-star review. Or March. Uh, I say March because that's what it compares to, but June was our biggest month ever with the Chair Shot Radio Network, which is crazy because it's a horrible time of year for wrestling and, and sports in general. But yeah, June picked it up. March was our prior biggest month ever and June beat it. So very happy with, with what, what that does and, and where we are. So thank you to all of you who have listened, who have shared, who have put stuff together. Uh, a big thanks goes out to PC Tunney, who does a lot of work in the background to make sure that we never miss a show, whether it's Chair Shot Radio or any of our other time slots. So he and I and Andrew Belaz work very closely hand in hand to make sure that there are no empty spots when it comes to the podcast network. And that's why you get three shows every day, seven days a week as part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. Patrick O'Dowd, who I mentioned, you can follow him at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G. R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist, and there is one in Patrick for the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. And you also heard the voice of Miranda Morales before the show opening. You can follow her on the Instagram, but not on the Twitter, because she's a Twitter Twitterless heroine. She is at the hashtag Miranda Miranda spelled out. She is, of course, a queen of soft style. You'll see why when she hawks some t-shirts here in a little bit. So I think that covers everything. Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales, both very tired, both dragging today, but we're going to have some fun and, and talk about some good topics here this week on the show. So 
Yeah, I want to change the order up a little bit just to kind of break the ice and, and let people know as we've talked about the radio network. And, and Miranda, we'll start with you. We haven't recorded it yet, but tomorrow is the return engagement for the Hashtag Miranda Show. Um, what can people expect to hear, what, whatever we're going to record yeah, I know. It's going to be a really interesting conversation. This is something, again, we haven't recorded an episode in a few weeks now, but I'm very fascinated about wrestling fandom and the idea that we are a lot more closed off than we should be and uh, not very welcoming to outsiders. A lot of this is revolving around the story um, regarding the uh, WWE. Well, at one point writer who was hired on um, was on, uh, you know, that, that podcast and uh, you know, lots of, backlash regarding her comments on what she knew about the product, um, but also just fan responses to uh, other news events. And in general, um, you know, how challenging I, I think it is for uh, wrestling fans to embrace new fans. So uh, kind of a different topic, but one that's just very, I'm very passionate about. Uh, and I know Greg's going to have some thoughts on. Uh, it's going to well. be fun. So it's gonna be, yeah. Spoiler alert. I'd have fired her too. Patrick O'Dowd, what can people hear if they haven't already listened to Monday's edition of Bandwagon Nerds? Uh, this week we reviewed episode four of Loki and then did the first ever Bandwagon Nerds superhero team draft between myself, Ray, PC Tunney, and special guest Ray Cash. Oh, David Ungar. And Black yes. and David Ungar. Christopher Platt, by so, the way, the special that, guest, that, Ray Cash, part of the show. I yeah, Ray Cash, part of the show. He took a brief hiatus, two 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 weeks, and then he couldn't he couldn't bear to be away from. But he was us back last any longer. week, so it's old news. He, he That's what I mean. He was week. away from he was away from us for two weeks, and then and then he couldn't he could he couldn't take it. He missed us too much. He was away less time than Miranda was from this show, and that wasn't even her own. It's decision. true. So, right, well, one of them was, but the other ones weren't. So, um. So let's talk about that, Patrick O'Dowd. Let's talk about the superhero draft. I don't want to. What was the title of this week's edition of Bandwagon Nerds? Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. First of all, I was thinking about this on the way home. Exactly what the fuck does that even mean? It's what Patrick says when he's truly exasperated. Boy, howdy. So you name the show Boy, howdy. I want to give you credit, first of all. Superhero draft, great idea. Love it. Brilliant idea. Sounds fun. Would have been great if they had time to plan, which you gave them none. Uh, but hey, you, you probably learned that from me. I like to spring things on you guys. So, okay. Hashtag Greg's fault. Uh, I'll take that one. Um, and, and okay. AEW does a great job playing to their current fan base. Does a horrible job of ever bringing in new fans to the product. If I, as a reader or listener, saw superhero draft and I don't listen to bandwagon nerds, I might be like, ooh, let me check this one out. But I see Boy Howdy, and I'm just scrolling on past that son of a bitch. And that's sad, too, because it's a damn good episode. Like, I really enjoyed, like, like, like this week's edition of Bandwagon Nerds. It's like you said during the open. I don't know when I started recording, but what was it? An hour and 46 minutes of just fantastic podcasting, and then, like, what, eight minutes of, of you getting exasperated? And the show got named after the eight Something minutes like of getting exasperated? Yeah, so. I'll even, I'll even full, I, like. I don't know what you expect me to say in response. I like I, nothing says awesome. Like when you're having a shitty day and your best friend runs you down on, on the podcast, that's always great. But I had like 10 minutes to do the write up post. I had remembered at the tail end of the episode, Tony being like, Oh, that's the title of the episode. I was like, sure it is. And so I wrote it and I moved on and I forgot about it and didn't really think twice about it until Greg DeMarco decided that out of the 86 podcast titles that I've come up with, this is the one he's going to go after. So yeah, you got me. You're right. Congratulations. You, as, as we work, you know, you guys have seen, I sent out the surveys. There's a rank, rank top fives and that's an effort to put together what's called evergreen content, which is content that people can come back to a year from now, whenever from now, and it's still relevant. And the superhero draft is that. So here's the great thing about the internet. I can just go back and change it. And I will. 
So by the time I'm people sure listen to this, it probably won't be titled Boy Howdy. So, so then what's the point? Just to, for more content for this show? Yes. Well, funny so, you would say so Greg, Greg, Greg likes to sit on his throne of judgment. And, you know, he's going to... He's he's gonna dole out his superiority complex. Remember, I told you about that. Remember what Greg asked us to say something nice about him. Yeah. And I had to point out that you know, while Greg's arrogance can often get him far, it can hurt too. I first of all did not instruct you to say something nice about me. I instructed everybody to say something nice about everybody. That was not that's a, true. Just say something nice about Greg moment on the show. That was an everybody loves everybody moment on the show. But funny that you would ask, Miranda, if I'm just doing this for content, because far be it from me to just let Patrick Goddard be the only one, because after you go to commercial, after you do the interviews, we are going to do the great wrestling draft of 2021 between Patrick O'Dowd, Miranda Morales, and Greg DeMarco. With the same amount of prep time that Patrick O'Dowd gave the crew from Bandwagon Nerds, and maybe I'll just title this episode Boy Howdy 2.0. I don't know. We'll find out. But we're going to do I mean, do you it. do you. Oh, I'm going to do me and I'm going to do this show and, and it's going to be fantastic and we'll see what happens. So is there oh, still wrestling on? Like I heard like all good wrestling went away or something. No, NXT still exists. But so here's what oh, okay. we're going to do for this here. Zing. Just so you guys know, you get, there's going to be six rounds. It's just like Patrick did in the superhero draft. Six rounds per person. Six rounds. You can draft teams right together, to but they have to make sense. What does that mean? You can draft the Young Bucks. But you cannot draft Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Okay? But they're a team. I don't care. They're RK They're really Bro. not a team. Okay? They're really singles wrestlers that WWE put together. You can draft a unit, but you cannot draft them apart. Okay? Or you can you can draft a unit that's actually a unit like the Young Bucks who hold no value as singles wrestlers. Okay? They hold tremendous value as a tag team. Yes, I said that. Me, Greg DeMarco, said the Young Bucks are valuable. I did. Shocking. I know, right? I'm shocked. So... We're not building a whole card because we only have six rounds, but you're building your core that you would build around. Okay. That's what we're going to do. So you're going to have a commercial break and, and Miranda's t-shirt spiel to do any necessary prep work that you need to do. I did randomize and came up with the order. There's only a couple, there's only, you know, three different orders we could potentially have on this show. Cause only three people. Right. It will be Miranda, Patrick, Greg, and, and it'll be a snake draft. So the second round will be. Greg, Patrick, Miranda, and we'll just continue to go around in circles for six rounds, and then we'll come up with our draft, and we'll see where we're at. So we're going to do the Great Wrestling Draft of 2021 right here on the Babyface Heel Podcast. So I'm assuming you mean of active wrestlers? This is at today. If you were going to start a wrestling company today. So no so no Nick Bockwinkle for No me. Nick Bockwinkle. Yes. No, no Bruno San Martino. Antonio Rocca. If they're retired, you can't draft him either. So no Miranda, no El Santo. Um, <laughs> I don't even believe El Hijo de Los Santo is even available to you. So um, thank you, but yes. valid point. No, no retired no and retired. no non-living. Yeah, the, the non-living. We could do a zombie draft at some point, which would actually be kind of fun. And maybe put that in your back pocket, Bingo. Morales, for for the future. Bingo, zombie, zombie draft. Wrestling draft, but. Um, that'd actually be really fun and maybe we should do that sometime soon. But yes, that is, is what we will do after the commercial break. We'll probably talk about Jimmy Uso and his dumb ass later in the show, but, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there as well. So, so that's what we're going to do here on the baby face podcast, which means Miranda, you got to do what you do on your own show and boss. Me yes. Around. Yes. Greg, uh, I know it's been a minute, but Hey, just like riding a bicycle. Just get these wheels turning and go ahead and wind it up. It's time! Yes, it is indeed time for you, yes you, to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt today. When you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, you're going to find over 25 different t-shirt designs all in support of the chair That includes multiple always use your head t-shirts, the OG chair shot logo, chair shot 316, Baron Corbin sucks, uh, chair shot Corona, 
uh, Chair Shop Brewing Company, all of that and so much more. Like the unofficial official t-shirt of Patrick O'Dowd, hashtag Safe Tag Team Wrestling, the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt, and Everyone Hates Greg. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. T-shirts start at $19.99, but hey, if you want to spend a few extra dollars, you can upgrade and get it in soft style. So what else is there left to say? But go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, so we are back. We appreciate you listening to those commercials. Of course, that's how we pay the bills around here. So, uh, And again, biggest month we've ever had in June. So we appreciate that. So we are going to do the Great Wrestling Draft of 2021 with myself, with Patrick O'Dowd, with Miranda Morales. Again, just to recap, if you weren't listening four minutes ago, six picks per person. You can draft teams together that make sense, like the Young Bucks, but not Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. And you're not building a whole card because you can't do that in six rounds. But you are building the core that you would build around as you put together your fictitious wrestling promotion. The picks do go in the order of Miranda Morales, Patrick O'Dowd, Greg DeMarco. And then we flip it around to Greg DeMarco, Patrick O'Dowd, Miranda Morales on the even-numbered rounds for the six rounds. So any questions before we get started? Why would anybody book a tag team? Because they want to hashtag safe tag team wrestling. I know, but like even I don't think that's possible anymore. Okay. Oh, hey. that's a dark. That's dark. Yeah. It's, it's. Am I wrong? Mm, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Where's so, the lie? Where's the any lie? Any other questions? That's a hard one. No. Seeing none, we will go ahead and. Oh 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 oh! I'm sorry, yes. I do. If there's if there's a like if there's a dispute over somebody's pick, how do we decide whether or not it's legit or not? Is it going to be treated the way we treated it on the bandwagon, or is this hashtag Greg's rules? Um, I don't see how judge that would jury happen. executioner. That I don't even see how that would happen. Yeah, but know. if it does, um, we can either come to a consensus, see what the other two people think who didn't make the pick, and if we're just going around in circles, yeah, I'll just make a decision because it's my show in the end. So. But I don't think it'll come up unless you already have something planned that you think it'll come up. I don't know. I don't know if I have something planned, but I well maybe. I'm eating, so elaborate on your maybe. Yes. Well, I mean, I, there's 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 a pair together that mm-hmm. I'm thinking of that I would want like could get shot down, could okay. be quickly embraced. I don't okay. know. We'll see. You know what? That's good podcasting right there. We'll find out what happens. So, Miranda Morales, you have the first pick in the Great Wrestling Draft yes. of 2021. Who are you selecting no, to build um, your company around? I mean, this one's just the obvious. You know, he's the most dominant man in professional wrestling right now. He is the head of the table. My tribal chief, your tribal chief. The unstoppable, really, Roman Reigns. Nothing can stop this man. He will dominate until he decides, really, uh, or Vince. But, I mean, there's no arguing. Or Roman Vince. Reigns is the the best, you know, world champion uh, out there. He's he, he is wrestling. So why not build a roster uh, with, with the best? I, I can't argue with that at all. I think that is a great pick. I uh, I knew he wouldn't be there. My pick, but if he was, I would have picked him. So yeah, I think it's, it's right. I mean, he, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna fall past two. So it seems yeah, like he was no. everybody's yeah. first pick, and, and uh, as he should be, as he should be. So Roman Reigns is your pick, Patrick O'Dowd, pick number two. Well, and, and this is probably a fairly obvious pick for me because I've argued that he's he's as much been a guy to carry the company for not just this year, but many, many, many years. Um, and actually I think made it on our Mount Rushmore by virtue of Miranda having to, to bite the bullet and not vote the way she wanted to. And I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Mr. Randall Orton, Mr. Thir- was it 13 or 14 time? I think he's 14, 14 now, 14, 14 with that point. little short yeah. Drew McIntyre reign. 
but that that main event guy who's just always a main event guy and and still younger than me but not by much yes, so yes. randy or not by much good pick, very randy good pick. one i thought about um here i was really between two people i have three names written down on my on my sheet right now one was roman reigns i knew that wasn't going to happen but it was like just in case right the other two i'm picking between are still available and I'm going to go with the less obvious of the two choices, but to me, I believe you build your company, a national televised wrestling company, you build around a heel, a local small wrestling company, you build around a baby face. To me, that's just how my opinion of how it works. But my big bad heel is actually somebody who isn't a big bad heel right now, but according to him, we'll be wrestling again soon. And that's going to be Samoa Joe. I am going to build my big bad heel around one uh, not, not, you know, we have two big Samoan Joes in wrestling. We have a Samoan name Joe in Roman Reigns and we have Samoa Joe in NXT. So I am going to go with Samoa Joe as my big bad heel and my first pick. So, um, yeah, so that's it for the first round. And with Roman Reigns, Randy Orton and Samoa Joe coming around to me, I, I assume this would be there, but then again, thought maybe somebody would go value and, and take these guys anyway. Uh with my first pick of the second round, I am going to pick the New Day with Kofi Kingston. Xavier I thought Rhodes, I and, thought about taking yeah. the New Day. I really so, did. Um, they are solid amazing choice. As a unit, solid choice. Amazing as individuals, and I just th- and, and they're just money. Like their gimmick is so over. Their merchandise gold. I think their house show gold. If you're going to run shows, uh, they're great with the media as well. Like they might be just just. No brainers, and and there's a there's a light rumor out there that Xavier Woods' deal is up later this year, and he might want to leave. I don't see it happening because WWE owns up, up, down, down. But you know, and, and they'd probably pay him a ton of money. But yeah, I um I'm going New Day as my pick. So Patrick O'Dowd, that brings it around to you with your second pick. Right. So with my second pick, uh, Randy Orton's a guy who. Everybody, you talked about faces, heels, or whatever. He he can work both, but he's definitely a better bad guy. My second pick is also going to be a very versatile, can can play both sides of the coin. I'm not taking his tag team partner because I don't really care for him too much, but I am going to take Mr. AJ Styles at number two for my second pick and hope that my number three, which I think my number three will still be there when it comes back to me. That's a fantastic pick. I think AJ is a great pick right there. And and I love, like you said, he can do anything just like Randy Orton, but he can definitely do, do anything. And um, and some of those interviews have popped back up where both AJ and Vince McMahon are like, we should have done this 10 years ago. So, which I always find very interesting when that topic comes up again. So good pick. Very, very, very good pick. So, Miranda Morales, that brings you to round out round two and your next pick. Yes. So notwithstanding yesterday's episode of Raw, uh, this person in just, you know, the few years, not even few, I think it's been more, what, five, seven? I don't know exactly how long. uh, Has really made an impact uh, within the women's division, but also as becoming, you know, one of the the biggest faces of WWE is no longer really considered the daughter of of Ric Flair. She's created her own identity and really mean, LOL, Charlotte wins. So I'm picking Charlotte Flair. Let's just, we created that identity for her, but it's damn true. So. I, I think it's a mix of both. I, I definitely, the company had a, a, a role in that, but yes. I, yeah, LL Charlotte wins is is this was made within the house of the chair shot. Indeed. So Charlotte Flair is Miranda's pick to round at round two, which means Miranda, you pick again to not kick off round mm-hmm. three. Yeah. So I'm going with kind of a left field one, but I'm I'm looking more at the potential of this than the reality. Um, and I'm, I'm going in a different direction. I'm, I'm choosing Santana and Ortiz, proud and powerful from AEW. Um, I think that, you know, the, the promo work that they've been doing as of late in this feud with FTR is a good place for them, even though it's within, you know, inner circle uh, versus, uh, I forget you even get what that the faction is called. The, the pinnacle, pinnacle, yes. Um, the pinnacle. It's a feud within a feud. 
Uh, but I I think they're such a damn good team. They're entertaining and the potential of them, you know, hopefully one day to really be able to stand more on their own as a tag team and, you know, win the AEW tag team uh, championships is something that's very feasible. But man, I, I, I love their work. I think they're a really solid tag team. And in my perfect world, they'd have a much better placement. Um, but again, this uh, the feud that they have right now has been one of the, the better ones. Um, and it's been something I've really enjoyed. So I'm picking Proud and Powerful. One of the few people or groups of people or whatever that probably regrets picking AEW over WWE. Because if they had gone to NXT, they'd be killing it right now. Absolutely yeah. killing it. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing what they're doing. And I think being misused, but no one will say that because it's AEW and we love AEW. So, fantastic pick. Patrick O'Dowd, is it your turn? It is your turn. It, it is. You will be stunned to know that, that I'm going to pick a an AEW ro- roster member with okay. my third pick. I'm not. Um. And it's it's funny because I actually I kind of uh, guess who it is actually. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna type the name. Yeah. And see if I'm right. I'm gonna pick Hangman Adam Page. I'm wrong. Okay. Oh. You think- <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say anything because it might come up. Because it might stink. Pretty- so it's it's interesting. The few times I've watched AEW um, and I've really paid attention to AEW for some reason, Adam Page is the one that appeals to me in that sort of everyman gimmick thing that he's done. Um, the, the beer drinking thing that he does. Like, I don't know if it's just this conglomeration of not quite Steve Austin yet somewhat relatable thing. I enjoy him and I see a lot of potential there. And so I'm throwing him in my, uh, in my draft and he's going to be my number three. No, it's a good pick. It's a very good pick right there. I like it. And I think he can do, do good things. So, I wasn't going to pick this person because I assumed this person would be gone. But at this point, I have to go value. And so with the last pick of the third round, I have to pick the almighty Bobby Lashley. Because I didn't think he was still going to be there. And Bobby Lashley, had we, we've done, we did a topic on our roundtable about it. I wrote an article about it. Like... I feel like we've all been waiting for the, the other shoe to drop or the bottom to fall out on Bobby Lashley's push. And it just hasn't happened. Like it's for real. Bobby's a top guy. And, and the, the last match of Drew McIntyre proved it. Like Drew loses. He can't challenge again, which means he's going to SmackDown whenever they do this draft. And Bobby Lashley's on top of raw. And he's probably going to be there until at least after this draft takes place. So I have no choice, but to pick Bobby Lashley. I don't know if that means if I can pick MVP as well, to me, I would say no, even though it's a manager, so maybe manager can go with the person. I don't know. Does Miranda get Paul Heyman? I don't know. Maybe. Um, mm. Does she get Jimmy Uso? Kind of maybe. If she bails him out, I don't know. But yeah, it's... it's <laughs> Damn, you know, dude. Go ahead. Oh, just wait. Before we did this, the title of the show was going to be Point Two Hundred Five Live. So yeah. Um, uh. That's what blue. So... Um, oh, and I get to pick again. I get to kick off round four with my pick. The person who I would have picked in the spot that I picked Bobby Lashley, not really an out of left field pick, but maybe a reach, maybe not a reach, but someone I think there's tremendous potential in, um, someone that I feel is, is one of the most misused people by WWE. And that's rare for me to feel that way. Cause I always talk about how booking is cyclical and all that stuff, but I am going to pick Ricochet with my, uh, with the first pick of the fourth round. As I do believe he's a guy who can draw people in. He's exciting. Um, he's just amazingly talented. And Ricochet is one that just, just I think would bring people in. And if used right, can be that underdog that really does get over. Um, and I think he'll still get that chance. He's, he's still young enough. And uh, I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. So with that fourth pick in the first, first pick of the fourth round, I am picking Ricochet. Patrick O'Dowd, your fourth round pick. So this is where I have my my question as to whether I get both. Okay. Can I have Ms. Ann? Can I have the Ms. Ann Morrison? Mm-hmm. I do not object. Yeah. Because really, Mor- Morrison's just kind of a, an extra an extra piece there, right? Right now. I love the two of them together. I really can't see the two of them apart right now. 
uh, with with what they're doing, even though it really is like the Miz is the guy, in my opinion, just sort of the way it's done. But they're they're gold together. They're inseparable, and yeah, I, I and I love the Miz. I think that's another like the rest of this. The rest of the way is just like Patrick O'Dowd's favorites. Yeah, um, it's okay. So. But I, I do love I do love the Miz and Morrison, so I'm gonna pick that. I think it's a good pick. I I would love to see. We're not really talking about it, but I would love to see John Morrison be like a surprise Money in the Bank winner since he's in the ladder match. I would, oh, that'd be good. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I would love to see that happen and would be 100 percent for it. I think that's gonna be like I think honestly Matt Riddle's probably gonna win Money in the Bank, but whole different topic. Yeah. Time. So Miranda Morales, okay, that okay. brings up you for two selections. Yes. I was actually in between two people. I'm not similar in personalities, but they're, you know, definitely more of a personality. Um, and so I won't, I know we still have another round left, so I'm not going to say who my, my backup was, but it's interesting that you mentioned Riddle because uh, he is my, my pick. Um, I think that he's been one of the more entertaining parts of Raw, that his humor has actually, it's stupid. It's one of those aspects of Raw that is stupid enough to work. And the partnership he's had with Randy Orton um, was something that I wasn't sure of at first, but I've really grown to like. And it seems like he's just the right formula on Monday Night Raw of, of athleticism and personality and it's one of the things within monday night raw that clicks when everything else kind of flops um and yeah i i you know especially for patrick to pick randy orton i feel like i am the riddle to his randy orton um where patrick is much more the the serious tone and i am just you know calling patrick my best friend in the whole world and writing uh letters to him all that so i personal personal choice as well but i also think that he's getting a fairly big push like you mentioned greg um and one of the highlights of raw on a consistent basis yeah once you decide not to take matt riddle seriously and and realize i think when he went to the main roster everybody thought he was going to be pushed as this badass like he was in nxt and then he's not and and you just never know what's going to click for people and that's what clicks for for matt riddle so i think it's a good choice and i think it's one that um yeah i like it i like it patrick doesn't but i like it I just I don't I like the care I get the character I understand why he's appealing we know why I don't like Matt Riddle yes we do we do <laughs> yes he's not I a understand. good person and that's okay so a lot of people in this business aren't good people sadly so Miranda you get another pick it's true yes uh, so I am picking just as representative of my one of my favorite divisions of wrestling um, pretty much my favorite division of wrestling the NXT women's roster uh, I'm picking Io Shirai uh, I know that she may not be quite the the talker but her skill set um, and athleticism speaks for itself I think she's been really adaptable in NXT and spoiler alert for anyone who you know, did or did not watch, mainly didn't watch NXT tonight. She uh, became uh, part of the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions along with Zoe Stark. So, uh, you know, she's really solidifying her uh, place as one of the best NXT women's, you know, or really one of the best wrestlers in NXT now and within the history of NXT. Um, So for me, there's a lot to choose from in the NXT women's division, but I feel like Io Shirai to me has a, a lot of really what the division embodies. And low key sneaky for Zoe Stark to already hold the title in WWE. She's getting that push. She's getting yes. that. And, and I was just thinking this the other day. Strapped in the rocket. She, I think out of the group that she came in with, she was the least known. She came in with Priscilla Kelly and, uh, I forget, Core something. Core Jade or whatever. Maybe not. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like, you know, again, I think there's just a theory I have about West Coast bias. Yeah, she's also older than them. And and yeah, I could see a lot of different reasons why. So either way, she's she's following up. I think, you know, sadly, and and then I'm going to say this. I don't see a ton of main roster potential in her. Um, hopefully I'm wrong. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. But even then, I, it's okay. If she, I don't know. The, yeah. For some people, maybe are just meant for NXT. That is something that Triple H has, has said, you know? So, 100%, I mean. 100%. No, I agree. Agree fully. And and I hope she gets the – because 
when you go to the main roster, all bets are off when you get into better of a job. So I don't want that for her. So at all. So very good. So there you go. Um, got that. Oh, got it written down. So Patrick O'Dowd, round five, your fifth pick. Round five, my fifth pick. I'm picking a guy that really was relevant, more relevant five years ago. And Patrick O'Dowd loved this guy like five years ago and can't really watch him on the regular anymore. Um, but at about the time that I stopped watching him, he was at the top of the company who also pushed him about, as Greg, I think, said, three years too late. And that's Tetsuya Naito from New Japan Pro Wrestling. You thought I was going to go with Okada, didn't you? No. Yep, I name-dropped it. But uh, at the at the time when I could no longer watch New Japan on the reg on like my television and not have to pay for it, he was the top of the heap and, and was really – at his apex uh, as, as the guy on the company, um, even though it was like, like Greg would often say, he won his, he won his title probably two years after he should have, or three years after he should have. So still love the guy, still love that persona, the undeniable charisma. And again, can play both sides. I got a lot of, a lot of tweeners going here. So except for That's the miss, he's straight up heel all the way. Yes. I mean, it's, it's interesting because I don't know that he won the belt two or three years too late because he did win it a long time ago. Yeah. But he didn't even get the main event Wrestle Kingdom when he did as champion because they let the fans right, right. And they picked Shinsuke over him. I just think maybe he actually does best in the role he's in. I don't know. Uh, you know, could be a maybe Tetsuya is not the guy, brother, conversation. I, I don't really know. Um, Which is why he can be the fifth pick in a draft, in a six round draft. Right. And- but if we were doing okay. a picks only on Japan, he might not have been still available. Who knows? So right. I didn't know right. if I'd get both of these people. But now that I have back-to-back picks, I know that I do. So I am going to uh, get a pick for, for the women's division. And didn't know if she'd still be there, but uh, she is. And, and kind of like Io Shirai, despite the, the promo ability, she still manages to get her point across. Um, I think a lot of, of you know... I don't know if she's booked this way or just acts this way, but sometimes a little happy-go-lucky because she should be the baddest woman on the planet. I'm picking Asuka to, to kick off my my women's division and build my women's division around. Despite the speaking ability, uh, definitely is great at conveying emotion and conveying uh, and communicating. And so I had a – for the women's division, I had it between her and somebody else, and I'm kind of surprised that I picked Asuka, but I am. And because I could pick the other woman with this other spot – my, my first pick in the sixth round, but I'm not going to. I'm going to pick a wild card of sorts, someone who I think that if if if, if the $100 million that Tony Khan has invested in AEW goes to shit and he's no longer having fun and his dad's like, Tony, I need to, to, to you to keep punching the computer with the Jacksonville Jaguars and, and Fulham or whatever else they own and no longer do the wrestling thing and it just goes away. Um, I think this will be the guy that benefits most when he goes back to WWE. So my sixth pick is none other than Cody Rhodes. And I think that Cody is um, – the one. I, Cody's a dumbass. He says a lot of really stupid things and talks at both sides of mouth. And does that because of the platform he has in AEW. And I think if you take the current Cody, the one who had to branch out on his own and learn and grow and develop – and put him under the constraints that everyone hates of WWE. I think he could actually be a top star in the wrestling business, the top star that he wants to be. And, and I believe that he'll probably get that opportunity at some point. Who knows? You know, and maybe not. Maybe AEW does work out long enough to where he doesn't. I have no idea. Maybe if it goes under and he's made enough money, he won't need to wrestle. I don't know. I have no idea. But to me, I'm going Cody Rhodes with the first pick of the sixth round, kicking it back to Patrick O'Dowd for his final pick. So, I don't have anybody to build a women's division around yet. I just making sure I didn't miss this, but Sasha Banks, she's available. She's still on the board. All right. I, I think you know she's got as much it factor as any of the women that's been drafted. Charlotte, Oscar, uh, again, just oozy talent. And between her and the other active member of the Horsewomen, I prefer Sasha. Okay, there you go. That brings us to the final pick of the great wrestling draft of 2021 and Miranda Morales. 
Yeah, so I, I got to jump to another promotion here, one of the ones that I rep, and that's Impact Wrestling. Um, and this is kind of a, a wild card. When I think about someone who embodies Impact Wrestling or someone who's had really the, the greatest impact and career Oh, I see what growth. you did there. Yes, yeah, the puns. Um, is Moose. Um, I know he came up short against the the fight to Kenny Omega, but he really did an amazing job building that TNA heavyweight championship story and, and trying to make that belt valid. Um, I think that he is really a, a pillar, a pillar uh, within the main event scene. And, you know, if, you know, reports have suggested that he did turn down an opportunity to go to NXT to stay with impact. Um, you know, so I think that that is also a sign that, you know, he is someone that you can really build a company around um, and build a roster around. And uh, I think he's so versatile, not only in the ring, but just in his, his presentation. And boy, did that feud bring in the viewers. Man, <laughs> that whole thing is a classic. But no, it's, it's, it's classy. So that concludes our six rounds. We could go on and on forever, but we're not going to. Of the Great Wrestling Draft of 2021. So, here are your rosters. Miranda Morales has selected Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair, Santana and Ortiz, Matt Riddle, Io Shirai, and Moose. Patrick O'Dowd has picked Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Hangman Adam Page, The Miz and Morrison, Miz and John Morrison, Tetsuya Naito, and Sasha Banks. And I have picked Samoa Joe, The New Day, Bobby Lashley, Ricochet, Oscar and Cody Rhodes. So there we go. We'll put up a Twitter poll and and would be a round robin style tournament. I'll have David on guard. No, I won't do any of that. <laughs> yes. I'm not, I'm not doing that at all. You got us there. You almost got us. No, I'm not doing that at all. So that is the the Great Wrestling Draft 2021. I should probably turn that into an article as well. I probably will, but. There we go. Any thoughts, any second thoughts uh, uh, now that you realize some people who are still out there, anything like that, that people have about their picks or, or surprises or anything like that? The one the one impact name I would have drafted and I thought about was Josh Alexander. That was my second. You Stop reading my mind, Patrick O'Dowd. I literally yeah, but, had... But you, no, no, you, no, no. It's I know. Moves, I know so. I picked... You know, because it, that was one. I literally had Josh Alexander down because I think his reign as X Division champion has been really, really outstanding. And well, the dude can just freaking go. Yeah, like, he can go. He can absolutely go. If they see it in him, he should be Impact World Champion at some point. I don't know yes. when his deal is up and when he's just going to follow Ethan Page to AEW. I have no idea. Don't don't do it because he's don't so do it. I, I mean, I you know. Again, this is when when we you know had podcast years ago with interviews. We had Josh Alexander on this show, and everybody was like, "Who's this guy?" And he was telling stories about cameras getting stolen and and why Ethan Page's company was yep. going to stop running, and then it came back. Like, and then he retired because of injury and thought he was never going to be able to wrestle again. And here he is, like, <clears throat> dude is crazy talented and not the best talker, but it doesn't matter. Like, he is is killing it, and I would love to see him win a championship, uh, a world championship in Impact Wrestling before his time is up. And if that contract does go, you know what? Maybe he ends up in NXT where I think he could do a damn good job as well. Yes. Um, depending on if Timothy Thatcher is still there, because even though they're not the same, I could see them being used in the same way. But Josh Alexander, to me, yeah, hell of a hell of a talent. God, he would go so well right smack in the middle of this Diamond Mine faction. But yeah, that would just be, be brilliant and beautiful. But good pick, good pick. There. Also... Craig, why didn't you pick your boy? I, yeah. uh, to me, Bye -bye. I thought it would have been too obvious to pick Adam Cole. So I was going to leave him out there. Two people that I had on my list that I didn't end up picking were Adam Cole and Becky Lynch. And, and I thought that both of those would be good picks. And, and honestly, it's idiotic to not have Becky Lynch on any roster as person to build around because she's the biggest star in women's wrestling. And the moment she comes back, that's going to be immediately apparent again. And we're all going to remember why she was the biggest star in women's wrestling. And it's going to be interesting when her deal comes up because she wants to be paid equally to the highest paid man in the company. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what right. happens. Um, well, that's why I was very clear in my last pick. Yeah. I said active. Mm -hmm. Right now it's not active. It's true. It's very true. And, and could be 
you know, could, could be a disputed pick if it was made, but she was a big one. Adam Cole was one as well. Um, but yeah, I did, you know, I thought it'd be, if we did 10, I, I probably would have gotten Adam Cole, to be honest with you. Um, oh, yeah. my, my, my six was very specific. And then, uh, and then I probably would have just been playing favorites and you would have seen Adam Cole come on the list. I thought about Walter as well. Um, but I don't really know. Like I just probably would have taken who I picked and moved them up and, and picked Walter. Like, I don't really think I would have instead of Joe and I would take Joe over Walter at this point as, as the big bad. Yeah. So that's what I had to go with. So there we go. Those are our rosters. Let us know what you think on social media uh, or we'll post it in the Facebook group. We'll get it out there and we can find out what people think about what we have here. So we're going to go to another commercial break and we'll talk some Jimmy Uso. We won't do the baby face of the week this week. We'll bring it back in the next week, but yeah, we'll talk about, we'll talk about Jimmy and see how it goes. We'll be right back on the baby face Seal podcast. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. So news broke today, the day that we're recording this on Tuesday, that Jimmy Uso was once again snagged for a DUI and and also like ran a red light, was excessive speeding, some other things. And I don't know if he's still detained. I don't know if he's been out on bail. I don't know the situation. And this is the third such time this has happened to him in, in you know, not a very long period of time. And so here we stand. Here we stand, Jimmy Uso, in the middle of a, a big-time storyline in WWE as part of the head of the table with Roman Reigns, kind of playing the role that was played by Jay Uso when Jay mysteriously disappeared. And and no one really knows why Jay mysteriously disappeared. Um, there was an article saying that Jay disappeared because they just wanted to run the same angle with Jimmy. I don't believe that at all. I think that's stupid. Uh, I'm sure there's a real reason why Jay is out. We just don't know it yet. Maybe it's COVID related. Maybe it's injury. Maybe it's something else. I don't know. But Jimmy's been, been in that role. And now who the hell knows what's going to happen? Maybe they'll just bring Jay back and we'll just pretend we didn't know that Jimmy was ever back. I don't know. But what do you do now? Like Jimmy Uso, I don't want to go too far one way or another just yet, but we'll let Patrick start. Like, what, what, what are we doing? What are we doing with Jimmy Uso at this point? I, I hope the WWE does the responsible thing, pivots, pulls him out of a storyline, and tells him to get some help. That's the responsible thing to do. I, has the WWE even made a statement at all about I this yet? So. I, I don't know that I've seen anything. No. There's been no comment. Um, because for me, it's more about clearly this guy's got a problem and needs help. Like help, treatment, whatever the hell it is, because he's not in control of his life. Like if this is what you're doing. So from a for me, the booking, fuck the booking. Figure figure something out. Like if there's one thing the WWE doesn't necessarily worry too much about, it's streamlined continuity in their storytelling. So they can figure a way out. They can write him out and move on. I just don't know that they will. And that that bothers me a little bit. Miranda, what do you think? I I agree with Patrick as far as the the company being able to help Jimmy in uh, evaluating his health and current circumstances and the fact that I don't think storyline-wise he's needed at this point. Um, They can continue on, not even just with Jay. I feel like they can kind of drop the family gimmick for a while because Roman Reigns has already established him himself as 
you know, of course, you talk about the head of the table, but really just the head of wrestling. The company revolves around him. Pro wrestling revolves around him. And I don't think you necessarily need the other family members there to support that. I think it's his actions. I think it's the promos uh, that justify that already. And it looks like they are moving into a feud with Edge again. I feel like that can stand on its own without the involvement of, of anybody else in the family at this point. Um, so I feel like they can drop it and just move forward with Roman Reigns as is. Um, again, will they? I don't know. I hope they do see that they've done actually a good thing in the building of the story so far to the point where they don't need it anymore. Um, but, you know, it is a, a, a level of concern, just the health and safety of their performers. and. It's something that they do get a lot of flack of a lot. So by being proactive on this, um, will also show that them as a company really do value their their talent um, as as people and that their health and well being and safety. Um, and really think of you know it's not even just a contingency plan. It's you know a, yeah, it's a pivot, and it's important for them to do that right now because there shouldn't be a place for him at this table. No, no, there really shouldn't. And WWE has time and time again been open to and willing to pay for rehab for anybody who's ever worked for the company, whether they're active or not. And, and they've done it for Sean Waltman, Scott Hall, and, and numerous others, and probably more that we don't even know about uh, because we don't know everything in wrestling, contrary to popular belief. So I'm sure the only way that they won't put him in WWE-sponsored rehab is if he refuses to go. And typically, if you refuse to go, then they let you go. And, and I think that as much as Roman can pull some strings or whatever, that ball's in Jimmy's court. Like, and I, and I, and, and the sad thing is, is that a lot of what I see on social media, and I wasn't really on Twitter today, so I only saw a limited, uh, limited cross section of, of people. They're all like, poor Jimmy, let's get to give me some help. Poor Jimmy, poor Jimmy, poor Jimmy. And I was, and I immediately thought, if Eva Marie got yanked for a DUI this morning, they'd be like, we need oh, to yeah. release Eva mm-hmm. Marie. We love Jimmy Uso. We hate Eva Marie. And, and so we're going to treat them differently. This is the third time this has happened to Jimmy. At, sir, at a point, it's just like, what are we doing here? What, what are you doing? Like, you are on top of the world. You are, have an opportunity to make a lot of money. That you probably, some of it speak, it's, it's kind of funny. Roman Reigns literally is probably putting food on the guy's table just because of how far and ahead of everybody Roman Reigns is. And because he's family, that he's in a better position and, and the Usos benefit from that. Are they talented? Insanely talented. Um, are they generic? Not at all. Like they're, they're a great tag team, but the, they're, there's only so much you can do with them. And and there's rumors that that's why Jay's not on TV. I don't believe that. But because the Jimmy versus Jay feud is one that could have been amazing and should have been amazing. And I just can't help but think there's injury or some other reason why Jay hasn't been around. But for Jimmy, it's like at, at some point you got to man up and, and take control, get the help you need, listen, whatever's going on. Somebody's got to step in. And, and I could see family doing that and I can see family telling him he's got to get help he needs. I think WWE will give him that leeway as long as he's willing to go, as long as he's willing to get the help that he needs. Look at Randy Orton. Like they literally changed a three strike rule so they wouldn't have to release Randy Orton. So WWE has proven that, that, you know, and, and look, WWE's not alone. Any sports organization does this based on the value of the person. That's just what they do. And WWE, I think would see Jimmy as one of those people. Regardless of his place on the card, but also because of who he is, who his family is, all of that. But at some point, Jimmy's just got to fucking man up and, and realize that enough is enough. I'm going to stop doing this. Like, there are so many ways to get around right now in this world without driving a car. Like, there literally are millions of ways. And, and in Pensacola, Florida, I'm sure it's not hard to get an Uber or a Lyft or anything. Like, right. you just got to be smart. You're literally in. On top of the wrestling world, because of your association with the biggest star in the wrestling world today, like this is the worst possible time for you to do this. And this mm-hmm. morning he did this. So this morning being Tuesday, when we record this. So it sucks for Jimmy. I hate it for Jimmy. But at the same time, you know, I, we've talked about it before. 
I'm pro-choice in all aspects of life. You choose to get in your car, that's your choice or whatever. I'm also pro-consequence. At some point, the consequence has got to be enough for Jimmy to be like, damn, I got to do something and and Mm -hmm. I got to make a change. And it sucks for Naomi. It sucks for a lot of people. And and I really hope that Jimmy gets his life together so that it doesn't keep happening so that he can live a long, prosperous life and do it in in professional wrestling and in WWE where he was on top of the world. So – let's get somebody whoever he trusts the most it's probably naomi or roman reigns get him the help that he needs so that he, this cannot happen again but if he chooses not to that that's a jimmy thing and and that sucks and i really hope that's not the case but get the help that you need i don't know any other way to say it i really really don't so any other thoughts on the 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 uso brother that keeps getting in cars while intoxicated Yeah, no, but what is there left to say? I mean, you talk about, you know, before it's too late, you know, before he hurts himself or somebody else, you know, I mean, that is mm-hmm. one of those things. And and you see so many documentaries and so many videos about people who reflect on their lives and the lives of others. And one of their biggest regrets is I wish I would have, you know, said something or done something. And, and hopefully there's other people in his life that are now being either more proactive or aggressive uh, about this as well, because you don't want to be that person who says, I wish I would have tried harder or done more or listen, because who knows what would happen if this happens again and who may get hurt. And, you know, it's, it's just deeply concerning, but also, yeah, it is heartbreaking as fans. And you do bring up a good point too, you know, as wrestling fans, it's easy to be selective about who you care about, who you don't. But at the end of the day, no one should be going through this on either side, whether, you know, it's someone who's suffering from this or the unfortunate other side of, you know, who, who could be seriously hurt by, by this in the future. Yeah. Yeah. It just, and, and Jimmy Uso, like, He's 35 years old. I mean, he's one year younger than Roman right. Reigns. Like, he's been with the company a lot longer. But it's just, you know, you can only do what you're doing for so long. And, you know, it's that age-old thing that, that we've all been told about plenty of great things in our lives at one point or another. Don't fuck this up. And and here we are, you know. Well, and, needs that message again. and you can see it in, and you can see it in wrestling. Like, there, there's plenty of examples of what not to do. And, and people – you know, falling to their addictions in ways that have been really damaging, not only to their career, but to others. I mean, I think everybody looks at Jake Roberts, Jeff Hardy. Um, so it's there. And and that's the thing is it's, it's just frustrating. I think for, for not only like fans and people on the outside, but I, I can't imagine what's, what it's like in the household right now. Like, yeah. Oh I, yeah. It's got, I mean, it's gotta be terrible. Like I, I feel for all of them. Like that's that's really hard. So just remember, fans, because I've seen a lot of jokes out there. Like, also remember, this is human being dealing with an addiction, and that that's not something to take lightly. And it doesn't matter who it is. Like, Greg, you made the point about even Marie. This this is a person that 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 needs some serious help. Yeah, I hate the fact that what I said is largely true. That if it was Eva Marie, they would not treat it the same way they're treating Jimmy Uso right now. And, and it, it's people make decisions and you got to live with them. We've all made decisions in our lives that we got to live with. And we're, and we're halfway, if we had them to do all over again, we wouldn't make the same decision. Like that's just the way life goes. And, and that's, you know, and you deal with the, the position you put yourself in. But when you keep doing the same thing over and over again, it's either, it's a problem. Whether the problem's with you, whether the problem's with an addiction, you've got to fix the problem. And, and that's what we are, where we are with, with Jimmy Uso. Um, that's why I'm not going to call the show .205 Live because it's, it's it borders on good taste, yeah. bad taste, whatever. But at the same time, like at some point when you keep doing things over and over again, you do become a punchline. Okay, Bill Cosby's a punchline right now. Okay, OJ Simpson's a punchline. Now, what Jimmy did isn't the same as what these guys have done, but at the same time, like. And and that's a very American thing where we treat these idiots like punchlines for the things that they do over and over and over again. And I just don't want Jimmy Uso to become a punchline and someone that we just lump into these idiots. And and he's he's on that border because he keeps doing the same thing over and over again. So Jimmy, get the help you need. Whoever's closest to him, 
get him the help he needs and so that he can get back to doing what he does best when he is physically able to do so. So that, my friends, is going to do it for this week's edition of the program. This is the Babyface Hill Podcast as part of the ChairShot Radio Network on the ChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Shows released on Wednesdays. So when you're listening to this, get yourself ready for tomorrow, which is Thursday, when you will get a chance to listen to Pod is War Thursday night, Thursday afternoon, the hashtag Miranda Show, and Thursday morning Chair Shot Radio with Ray Cash. And uh, assuming Ray's back on that one, he hasn't been back on that one just yet. So, but a Thursday morning edition of Chair Shot Radio, Darren Mags, Kirkby, and possibly or possibly not Ray Cash. Who knows? But lots of great content that we continue to give to you right here at the Chair Shot Radio Network. Um, Patrick O'Dowd, of course, follow him on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. You guys by this point can say it with me, but it's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You can follow Miranda Morales on Facebook and Instagram, but no Twitter because she's a Twitterless heroine at the hashtag Miranda hashtag spelled out. And of course, I am at Chairshot Greg. The website is at Chairshot Media uh, and, and thechairshot.com where we encourage you to always use your head. It's, it's, we appreciate everything you guys do listening, sharing, telling a friend. So continue to do that for us. All that said, listen and support everything. And yeah, next week we'll be right back here to do it again. So for Patrick O'Dowd, for Miranda Morales, my name is Greg DeMarco and we will talk to you next week. Yeah, next week. I'm going to pick a theme song. We'll do this one. Always use your head.